Welcome to the TikTok Podcast. The clock is always ticking, so let's synchronize our watches and dive in. I'm your host, Callie Brigham, and I'm here to help you make time for what matters. Hey, friends. This is an episode that, I don't know, my overwhelming feeling was it was like coming home. And I'll explain why in just a second. But first, I'm going to use an analogy that I shared with these two lovely souls um, because guess what? This is the kind of place where I get to be on their podcast and they get to be on my podcast. Who thought I would ever say those words? So as I was sharing with them, when I was 14, I had a major life change. We moved from Wisconsin to Florida. I went from public school to private school, and I'll never forget walking in the lunchroom at 14 years old, freshman in high school for the very first time, and that is the worst. It's the worst. There's just no bones about it. And I'm looking around, just wanting to shrink to the ground, and I finally made eye contact with this girl, and she looked at me, and she said, you can come sit with me. And when I think about Vanessa and Shayna and who they be, not just what they do, you're going to find out all about what they do, but who they be, that's what it felt like to me three months ago. Vanessa's the one, I'm going to give you cred, both of you cred, where cred is due. Vanessa is the one who we went to lunch and halfway through lunch, she looked at me and she said, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? (laughs) And I said, nope. (laughs) And by the end of the lunch, I was like, um, dang, I think I'm doing a podcast. And then through that mentorship and then Shayna, who is like me, I, I don't know, we're like the exact same person. It's bizarre. And Shayna said, sending me like screen record videos, spending time with me and saying, here's how you do it. These girls pulled up chair a chair to their table in the podcast world, in the business world, and I could not be more grateful. So I needed to take a few extra seconds than I normally do and set the stage. So please welcome to the TikTok podcast, the famous now, world famous, <laughs> Vanessa and Shayna. And when we were just having our little pre-brief before we started, I was getting ready to get some of their accolades and who they are. And they're just so cool. It was better if they just do it. So no more preamble. Just take it away, girlfriends. Go go for it. Tell us who you are. And oh, one last thing before you do. I just want to say that I know this is a podcast about time, but the reality is time is money. Mm-hmm. Money has everything to do with time and well-spent money, well-spent time, budgeted money, budgeted time. It like goes hand in hand like peanut butter and jelly. And oh, that's perfect. Here you go. Peanut butter and jelly, Vanessa and Shayna. Welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for having us. We're so excited. We, we love you. You are, you know, whatever little bit that we could give to you to help with the podcast does not compare to all that you've done as, as a mentor and a leader and um, just being out in front and someone that we could very happily um, follow and aspire and learn from. So we just love you. We're so happy to be on here. Yeah. So and we have matching mics. So that's important. It really is. <laughs> it took a screenshot and everything, guys. Um, no, we are best friends and business partners. We have been in business together for about four years now, and we've known each other since our boys were four. And I've actually known Callie since my baby, like my kids were babies. I remember when I first met you, uh, it's just, it's funny. It's funny how, um, everything just comes full circle sometimes. Right. But our, our, uh, podcast is financial coaching for women. And we just really love helping women who have or make good money, have something to show for it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, 
at the end of the month, usually they make all this money or their, you know, their husbands, they're working hard for it. And then they have nothing at the end of the month for, um, to show for it. So we try to help them organize it, systemize it and automate it, the whole system. I feel like this is going to be such a great connection for people that are know me and they know what I'm about. They are going to totally resonate. It just goes hand in hand. It really is all, it's all connected. Let's be clear. You ladies have some great tips and some great tools. We love to get practical. We do. I mean, there's something to be said for all the feelings about things, but at the end of the day, we want to implement something. So we're just going to, I mean, we're diving right in. Um, we've, we talk a lot about prioritizing, being efficient with your time, et cetera. What are some first steps? Let's just pretend that up until this point that my listeners, my friends are total novices. They have not listened to all your podcast episodes, although they're going to subscribe and like be your biggest fans too. But let's start at ground zero. How do we get started? What are some first steps if this is new? Okay. The first step that we have for you, nobody's going to like, but they're going to do it and it's going to be okay. And we're all going to make it through together through this. Okay. And I love what you said about, it's not about your feelings. It's about doing, and especially in this, we've, we've coached in a lot of different areas and it's more like self-guided. We're just telling you that this is the best thing to do and just get over it and do it. Like, well, we've realized that's what our people want. They yeah. literally tell us, you tell me what to do. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> right. They want that. And so we've just leaned into that and just yeah. works really well. So the easiest first thing to do really, if you don't have a budget already, if you, if you're, if you haven't really got gotten to that point is to do, go get your bank statements, girl, or your credit card statements. We're not judging. It's fine. Wherever yeah. you're at, go get those for the last 90 days and just get some highlighters out, you know, color coordinate, color coordinate, highlight, you know, what you're spending uh, here, what you're spending there, what your bills are like, just go through mm -hmm. it and see what's happening. And yes, you're going to be a little frustrated at yourself. Mm -hmm. Possibly you're going to be a little bit like, oops, I had no idea I was spending a thousand dollars on restaurants every month, but that is the point right. of the exercise. It really does give you that motivation and that fire to really get started and then what it also really helps you to get started, right? Yeah. So it just allows you to see where you're at. A lot of people ask us, well, how much should I be spending on groceries or how much should I be spending on gas every month? But because they don't know. And so by doing this exercise, it's really going to allow you to see how you have been spending mm -hmm. your money in the past. And so that's the first question is, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And then the next question is, what do you want to be doing from this yeah. point on? So you can really set the platform of, okay, I was spending $2,000 a month on food. You know, you could combine that with groceries and gas or whatever, or groceries and um, restaurants. But now I'm setting the budget to say, we are going to only yeah. spend a certain amount from this point on. Yeah, so it's a really good first exercise. You get that and that's what allows you to create that first budget. Like Vanessa said, it shows you what you've been doing and you can use that. Like a lot of the bills are not, you're not going to change necessarily. Right. Um, or maybe you don't, you, you, you know that that's what you're going to spend on groceries. It's not going to change, but you can also tweak it and put it into the budget the way you want to be spending as well. But it really gives you that overall picture of what's going on and you can put it into your zero base budget, which we'll explain a little bit more um, go, using that 90 day spending review. You know, one of the things that we've been talking about when it comes to time, again, these are like, these are sisters. These are related. Time and money are relatives is what I teach about a weekly plan sheet about kind of budging that out. But one of the things that I suggest is that they actually do it in reverse. It's kind of like a food diary or a money diary that they go back and they get a reality check and they see where am I actually spending time? Because most people underestimate what their amount of time they're spending on things, whether it's scrolling on social media or how much time it takes them to get ready in the morning. Yeah. I have a feeling most people underestimate the amount that they're spending on different things and then yikes, right? But but it's okay. 
we have to have proper perspective. We have to take a little analysis of things. Then we can get healthy with it. Then we can make progress with it. All right. So we've got that first step. We're like, it doesn't matter. They're not going to like be mad at me. They're not going to laugh at me. I'm probably pretty normal. Now, what do I do with that information that I've been given? Yeah. And one thing that we get a lot of is there's no judgment and we Mm -hmm. definitely don't judge. It's just numbers to us. And what I think is you should be really proud of yourself. If you're doing this, it means you're taking the first step. So there's zero reason to sit in any shame or judgment of yourself. That is not going to be productive. So you've got that information. Now you're going to use that as fuel to do Mm -hmm. better, which is great. And we have a, so our entire process that we do is, is like how, how much, how few brain calories can I use on my day-to-day week-to-week budgeting because mm-hmm. I need to set it, not necessarily forget it, but I want to set it and then just be able to supervise mm-hmm. it. That's the goal. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, that chicken. Do you remember that George Foreman a long time ago was like the set it and forget it little rotisserie thing? Yeah. Yeah. I love my George Foreman. I'm just- <laughs> so I remember my parents bought one. It was so cute, but it's kind of the same concept, except now you're just, you're literally making it, creating it. And then mm-hmm. you can be, we call it the CFO of your own finances, being able to just like Shana said, monitor and manage it. Yeah. Um, and so what we do, what we mean by that, it's the first step after you've looked at your review, you've created a budget. The next mm-hmm. step is now you're going to separate your bills and your spending. So the idea is all of your money comes into one account, which is your main checking, which is now going to be renamed your bills account. Okay. Mm -hmm. And from there, all your money gets farmed out into other accounts, but all of its jobs. Yes. And so all the jobs that it has. So one of the accounts is their spending account by you mixing up right now. Most people have one checking account. You have your spending out of there. Your bills are coming out of there. This is coming out of you wrote checks out of there. Like you never, you don't know what's going to happen. Your husband's at Bass Pro Shop out of there. Like it's just a mess in there. It's it's a hot mess. So (laughs) the idea now is that you have one account. It's only job is to pay bills. You only keep a certain amount of money in there to pay all your bills and Mm -hmm. your debt. The second checking account, this new one that you're opened, that's the, that you're going to open and have a debit card for that account. That is the one that you are going to be spending out of. Right. So nothing gets spent out of that account unless you swipe account. a card. Yeah. No, no, the spending account. The, no, nothing gets spent out of the, the spending account unless you physically swipe a card or you're going on Amazon or Walmart or whatever mm-hmm. online and clicking buy now. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. So yeah. So we've got two accounts. We've got our bills. That Mm -hmm. really won't change, right? So we know how much money to put in there because, I mean, occasionally it might be a couple dollars here or there, Mm -hmm. but that's sort of, that's the set it and forget it. And then the spending one is the one that is more variable. Right. So it get, it gets even a little bit more. Uh, oh, let's go. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Tell me, well, I guess tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Well, let's start with, with saying what we consider your zero-based budget is your income. That's the first step. Then you have your debts and your bills. Like you said, those don't change that much. So I can very, it's very easy for me to budget a good amount to keep in my bills account so that it's always there. There's no questions. And then we also teach that you're going to do spending and savings, right? So those are going to be moved out of that bills account into their appropriate accounts or or do their job over there with always the money is over here in the bills account, paying the bills. It's like your personal assistant. You set it up on auto pay. You've got the direct deposit that goes in, the bills come out automatically. And then you have automated transfers, taking everything out of there to where it needs to go right? But all your bills are always paid. There's no more NSF fees. There's no more scrolling 80,000 transactions to see if the rent got paid. Like we don't have time for that. So now we're putting all the spending over here and all the savings over here that makes it a lot easier. So that's when we say we have a paycheck plan. And so what happens is all the money that is not allotted for your bills and your debt 
then like Vanessa said, some of that goes to your grocery account or, you know, you can get out in cash. Some of it goes to, let's say you're saving for Christmas, which we've all been doing lately. Some of it may go over into your personal spending mm -hmm. account because you do need to have that. And we can talk about that. So it's all going to be going into the different, what we call savings buckets or your spending account, according to what your one page or your, what your zero based budget is saying. So when you do your zero based budget, you're getting down to that number zero on purpose. But really what we're talking about is everything after that bills and debts. Like what is all that number? All those numbers I can allot a lot for spending and for saving. And where do I want all that money to go? What are my priorities right, right now? Yeah, this is going to require you to open up a couple of accounts, but that's the point. Think of like Dave Ramsey's cash envelope system. You have all these envelopes and they all have names on them, right? And so but we're just taking that digitally. And so you, the idea is, is you have no more really than two debit cards on you, your personal spending account debit card, which is one that you get to go to Starbucks, go to TJ Maxx, whatever, spend some money. The other one is that gas and grocery or spending account um, that you can spend out of. And, you know, you're, you and your husband will have access to that, but that's it. So you only actually have two debit cards on you. Mm -hmm. The rest of them are savings. Like Shana said, where you're saving for Christmas travel, maybe your children's education, maybe home repair, vehicle maintenance, things mm -hmm. like that, that are kind of neatly, everything is getting farmed into that, those accounts, nice and neat, every paycheck plan. Um, so what, that way, when you need the money for those things, then you have it. It's mm -hmm. easily transferred into your spending account. You swipe the card um, and voila. It's it's just so, it's genius. Yeah. And <laughs> we also say to set, once you get good at this, once you get the budget down and you figure it out, we can set a lot of those up on automatic transfers. Yeah. And so what happens is we have clients, they show up, um, they, they, have, they got a flat tire and the guy says, oh, you need all new tires. And she said, oh, that's fine. And he said, what do you mean that's fine? People usually freak out. They get stressed out. What, what's wrong with you? Why you have to save like, up for it? Well, I've been saving up for it in my vehicle account. So I'll just transfer it. Go ahead and do it. And that's what we want for every mom. When the summer camp tuition comes around, you've saved for it, girl. When Christmas comes or Black Friday comes, you've saved for it. It's all there. It's all happening automatically. You always know what you have to spend because it's in your state. It's very specially put in your account where you can't mix it up. Right. It's not like if I spend this, do we get to eat this week? Right. I don't know. <laughs> it's all very um, organized. organized. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I have, I think I have like 14 accounts and that kind of freaks people out, but I don't really care. Like my husband <laughs> gets paid on Wednesdays, on Thursday mornings, everything gets farmed out into all the accounts. And like for last week, for instance, I needed an oil change. My husband went to the place. Mm -hmm. He was at the counter with the bank transfer screen open. He said, how much is the oil change? We transferred from vehicle into spending, swipe the card, nothing in our bills account was messed with nothing else in any of the accounts. It was just very um, strategically done. Right. Yeah. And so, and, and the best part about it is most of your banks have a note section that I absolutely love. Take advantage of that note section and say, you know, Yukon oil change or whatever the reason you transfer that money out of that savings account to use write the date, or I guess they'll track it automatically, but the reason why, so, you know, and then you can go back, look later and say, okay, how much okay. have I been spending on everything? And then you can reallocate money. Maybe you need more next year to start saving for your vehicle mm -hmm. fund. Yeah. So this whole thing is just using your bank as your personal assistant. Yeah. All of these things will become eventually automated and you, you're just supervising your money, doing what's supposed to do, what you planned that original budget was just kind of annoying. Yeah, it took you a minute. It's fine. You're fine. Um, but now it's all happening automatically. You're supervising it and you, there's no more wrecking balls. There's no yeah. more. Can I, should I, NSFs, how, how yeah. will I credit? You don't have to rely on debt to pay for things because you know what you can afford and how to save up for them. Yeah. So it's just, that's our, that's our basic, that's a very over high overview of our system that we, that we tell people about.
You know, the biggest takeaway that I have is I think so many people feel like a budget or financial planning is restrictive. Mm. But when I listen to you, it feels completely opposite Mm -hmm. because there's freedom. You are not having to, all right, let me see, let me eat ramen for a week because I did not prepare for not anything about ramen. But, you know, it feels like from restrictive to permissive. Like you have control to, I remember, I mean, I was, Josh and I were the couple that when we got married, we were in our late twenties. We were so used to our own deal. You one of us big spenders, but we were so used to having autonomy that all of a sudden we put our you know money together in the same account. And it was so stressful because he's swiping, I'm swiping, which, you know, all of a sudden all this money's coming out of this one account and it felt real. And and that's my personality too, because I like to know where my money's going and it felt horrible. And I was like, you know, mad at him for spending money on something. So we did, we have the, we have the envelopes, man, this would have been so much easier, like with just the different accounts, but we had the envelopes. We took the calculator to the grocery store. We were like standing by the oranges. Okay. We can get two oranges today, (laughs) whatever. Um, but I also loved it because I was like, I don't know. I was like kind of not sneaky with mine, but I'm like, ooh, if I save up a little bit of here, um, then next month I can really splurge and I can get the things that I want and I don't feel guilty. And I'm like, you know, waltzing into the nail salon or whatever it was that I wanted to do. I didn't have to answer to anybody. I felt like, okay, so please tell me that you have some tools that will help people navigate this. Cause I know that there are people that are like, okay, this sounds great, but holy cow, I need like a guide. I need a mentor. I need somebody who like lays it out for me. So I know you have resources. We'll of course share those in the show notes, but um, you are going to help us with that, right? Oh, of course. So I think to get people started, we have what we call 49 smart money moves. And I think it's just a fun uh, way to look at like, here, here are 49 things we've told clients to do at different points. And you could say, I'll take one of those, or I'll take this feels doable to me right or now. Or do all of them. Or do it. And then you can do them all. And it's just a fun way to get, uh, get introduced to a lot of what we say. So that's just at myidealbalance.com forward slash smart money. But we also have a one page budget template. And I think that when you say budgeting feels restrictive, a lot of times people also say it feels overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And it's just like your Sunday brain drain. It's like, once I get it out on paper, I'm going to feel so much better. I'm going to know what's the plan. I'm going to know what's what's possible. When you said um, people feel restricted or whatever, a lot of times when we do the first time budget, they're like, I have this much money left over. Are you sure? Basically they're doing it wrong. Yeah. (laughs) They don't know how to do it right. And so when we show them how to do the budget the right way, how to give themselves pocket money, how to start saving for Christmas ahead of time, how to start saving for their oil change that they're always stressed out about. I just had a free call with a lady the other day and she said, well, um, you know, February's budget is going to look really good because January and uh, yeah, February is going to look good because December and January I have, um, HOA dues that are due in my boat HOA dues. And so I, I told her, I said, well, you need to start budgeting for those 12 months out of the year. And I, ha- I explained that a little bit and you could see the light bulbs go off. That was the first time anyone had ever mm-hmm. suggested that to her yeah. to save for it for the entire year, instead of trying to pull $800 out of one month for their budget. That was a yeah. lot. And it just felt really restrictive for her. Yeah. So, so to make it easy to start, we have the one page budget template and um, that's a free resource. People can get it. It's at myadobalance.com forward slash budget. But then we have a full girl. We got, we paid. Is it meaty? Is it juicy? Is it? 
Yeah. So good. We spent months. So much money and so much time on yeah. getting um, this very smart guy from Canada to build it for us. Yeah. Um, and he was super, maybe he wasn't Canada, it was Michigan, I don't know. But either way, it's really close up there. Yeah. You're I, really close together. I'm from Wisconsin originally. It's like, yeah, which, yeah, in Canada, which state are you above? Yeah. It's all encompassing. It has budgets. It has a debt tracker. It has a debt snowball. It has the savings buckets, which is what Vanessa is talking about. How do I plan for these big things all year long so that I can just put a little bit away each month mm -hmm. and not have, oh, how am I going to come up with $2,000 in property taxes this month? Uh oh, like we don't need that in our life either. So our system, it's our signature budget template. It is got everything in there. And of course we do do one-on-one -on -one coaching with, uh, with, with our clients. That's what we do to help them walk through and learn all of this because it is um, you know, it can be, the thing is, it's like, you didn't learn it. We get it. Right. And not only did we not learn personal finance, uh, to your, uh, when we were, when we were yeah. growing up, we certainly did not learn how to join a, join this for my husband's version of personal finance <laughs> and mine together. That was, that was a little messy. And I actually think these days our personal finances are so much more complicated than it used to be cash. The literally gra grandma's cash envelopes and the, and the tin bucket or the tin can that used to be the really you know, exotic uh, financial planning, you know what I mean? And now it's just so complicated. So just give yourself the grace and grace and just understand you don't know what you don't know. That's totally fine. You can just, you know, listen to our podcast, hire us as coaches, whatever you would want to do to, to learn, to take the time, give it, you know, six months or whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to study. I'm going to learn. I'm going to get good at this. I'm going to set it up so that I can just supervise mm -hmm. it. That's kind of the, the way that we look at it. Yeah. We have a lot of clients that want the accountability and that's really what it's about. It's about showing up for somebody else. Sometimes we have a hard time like we talked about showing up for yourself. But if you say, I have an appointment with this person who has given me these steps, these guidelines and these action items, mm -hmm. what to do. Yeah. Uh, and if I just do them, I know I'm going to be successful. Yeah. And, you know, we send you a recap that gives you your exact list before our next meeting, just knock out these couple of things. And we know that if they do knock out those things, they will continue to be successful in their mm -hmm. learning. It's not just about numbers. It is habit change, mindset change. It's a whole life coaching, financial coaching in those sessions. And yeah. our clients come out of there being able to do this on their own and having lifelong success and teaching it, not just maybe to their kids, but even their grandkids. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so accountability and the intentionality in this requires time. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we talk about is time and time management. So we have busy women that think, okay, this is one more thing I need to add. I've got to have this conversation with my husband, or I've got to be the one in charge of telling my money where to go. So can we speak to a few tips on how do we equate our time with that? How do we find time for that? What does that look like for women in this audience that are listening? And and, and a couple guys. Always got to shout out to the guys. Well, I want Vanessa to say her famous line first, and then I'll jump in. <laughs> there are 365 days in a year. We're asking for 12. Yeah. 12 of those days, once a month to sit down and make your budget a priority. Yeah. And like we talked about before, you once you get this initial budget, that's going to really help you. Um, you're, you know, not everything is going to change every month. So once you have your basic budget that you come up with, then you're just going to start tweaking it month to month. And that's great. Like, good job. Um, but you do have to take time because literally every month, well, you know, the way I look at it is, uh, I asked my kids, hey, what have you planned for me that I need to put in my budget this month? You know, so that's happening tomorrow. Yeah, that's happening tomorrow. So like literally every month is going to change a little bit. Right. So you have to sit down each month and, and see and plan, plan it out. The other part of that is to know that 
you're not going to be able to like those oil changes. You're going to forget to start budgeting for those like originally, you know, or there's going to be something that you forget. So the each month you go, you're going to get better mm -hmm. at predicting and understanding. And so, but what we like to say is make it, a, make it fun, make it a date night, like put it in your, you know, Sunday plan when I'm going to do this or whatever. And, and be okay. Like make it fun, add music, add, you know, uh, drink or whatever. Fun yeah. Fun beverages, some chocolate, whatever. I don't know. Whatever's on your, your goal plan. Right. Um, my husband and I, like, I'm just telling you, we just go to the brewery. We have beer brewery budget date. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. Um, and that's where I we don't know, but I like alliteration. So I'm all yeah, for that. Know. Let's see. Beer, yeah. Wine whiz. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we take my computer and we just do the whole budget. We look at the whole schedule for the month. We do it. And that's, and we just make it a thing. It's a, it's a thing. And, and, and this is another thing. This is a way that you can grow with your spouse. Um, you know, sometimes yeah. you need to keep growing together the longer, you know, as you're together and you guys setting these budgets up, planning your money, talking setting goals, it. talking about it, dreaming together. Like that's what we want for you. This can be a fun thing mm -hmm. if we do it right. We had one client tell us that her husband would only show up to the budget meeting um, if she was naked. And we just want to throw it out there. We're all, it's fine. Yeah, We're whatever all you need to do. But it was just you know? fun. It was like, whatever you got to get them in the room. <laughs> yes. But it was just a fun adult way to just have a budget and make it their own. And we just thought it was adorable. So we, I know we, we talk about that a lot. <laughs> okay. The visuals are flying over here. I'm like, did they really get to the budget part? Like how do you, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. It's, it, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do when you're married that long. It's fine. But um, so yeah, you want to do the monthly date night and then a weekly check-in. So um, it, it's going to get easier as you go, right? You're, you're, you're checking in, you're supervising the accounts. It's going to be so fast, especially with our budget template. Yeah. You just click the checkbox, y'all. You say, oh, that got paid. That got mm -hmm. paid. That went. And it's like, oh, I feel so fancy. Everything's done. And you get extra yeah. check. You get the dopamine from checking mm -hmm. things off, which is super important in our world. So you can use that, but then it's going to get faster. So you might need 20 minutes in the beginning as you're kind of getting used to it. But then, you know, later on, it'll be a five minute thing. Just make sure everything is going according to plan and it will be very easy because you can look at one glance at your bank and be like, everything's going to according yeah. to plan. It's fine. That's what I do. I love it. We just want you to get to a point where it's so systematic and so organized and automated that you literally, when you go to do your budget, it takes you five minutes because you maybe have to tweak one or two things mm -hmm. that are coming up because everything else, the Christmas, the birthday parties, the gifts, like all it's already budgeted in there because mm -hmm. you're budgeting 12 months out of the year for all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And right now, I mean, we're talking about this uh, towards the end of the year. So if you could imagine starting your January budget the right way, mm -hmm. setting it up for the 12 months of everything that you have coming up, you are literally going to be golden. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to begin at the beginning. We're going to start at the beginning. And the very first thing, everybody's going to pull their checking account or their credit card account. We're going to look back in the last 90 days. We're going to highlight what we did, color code it, have that whole little Joseph's code of many call all the little colors on there. And then we're going to start to tell our money where we want to go. We're going to have our different accounts. We've got resources. They can totally reach out and connect with you guys. And the long game is that this is going to save you time. Mm -hmm, this yeah. is going to create wealth. I have to say, my mom's bestie says that there's four reasons to accumulate wealth or have financial freedom. I love them. They they apply to time as well. And the first one is to spend. We all have responsibilities and bills, right? We're going to spend time. We're going to spend money. The second is to save. And this may be an inaccurate. You'll have to tell me if this statistic is correct. But I read that this was prior to the pandemic. 60% of Americans have less than $1,000 in their yeah. savings account. Talk about stress, right? Talk about maybe 
feeling like they've got to take on extra jobs. They've got to do all those things. So savings is the second. What a peaceful feeling. Third is investing. Mm-hmm. And traditionally, women live longer than men. We need women. Mm-hmm. Listen to us. We have to get our head out of the sand with this. This is yeah. critical. This is mission critical for women yes. to know their finances and passwords and where the money is and 401ks or not, whatever's going on. And so that investment. And then the fourth is my favorite and it's to give freely, generous, generously, and anonymously. Mm-hmm. And when I hear you talk about what we can do with our money, those, th- those four things are seamless. So I have one last question for you guys, but before I do, was there anything that we missed that we wanted to make sure and we can have ongoing conversations and they can totally find you. But was there any last things that we want to say before my final question? Girl, there we could talk about this for days. Yeah. So we'll just have to come back on at a different time. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things that we could say. But I, what I want to say to what you just said is you, as a, as a woman, the woman that listening to this, you are very smart. You're very savvy. You're very capable. Many times the finances is, is one area that you've kind of stiff-armed possibly or put your head in the sand and that's okay. We're giving you permission to just let that go and come take ownership of it. Like you have in every other area of your life, you are so good at some of these other places. Sometimes we just lay that shame. Like I should already be good at this. Let's let that go. Just come over, figure it out, get it going. Just like you have in all these other areas that you have just fun, you know, done phenomenal things in your life. Just take on this area too. Yeah. And I'll say some people will literally tell us, well, I'm terrible at numbers. I'm bad with budgets. It's like, no, you just haven't been taught how to do it the right way or been mm-hmm. shown an easier way to do it. So, or a way that you like. And I think we get that feedback a lot. It's, this is so simple. This is so easy. Why haven't I thought about this before? I'm like, well, don't, don't do that. You can do that all day with different things, but just start where you are and take this, our free budget template that will be in the show notes and just use it or buy the, our signature budget template that we have that has everything that you need to be successful mm-hmm. from this point on. Um, and just say today is going to be new. Today is yeah. going to be different. So freeing, so freeing and everything and exciting. I don't know. I feel like there is this excitement in the, in your future once you acknowledge where you're at mm-hmm. and you set your sights on where you want to go. So I have a gift for both of you. I mean, it's not a real gift, but it's a gift nonetheless. And I'm going to give you yeah, in real I, life. deliver. <laughs> okay, here it is. Here, I'm handing it to you. It is the gift of a pretend bonus hour. So let's say you did not have to account or budget for this hour. You had 25 hours today. I know you get this free bonus hour. I just want to know what would you do with that free hour? Okay. Uh, well, okay. We, if it was our business, we would find a room where everybody is smarter than us and just sit over there and listen to everybody. Like we just, the amount of time that you have as a business person to, to do stuff like that seems to be harder to get. So that's our bonus hour. Number one. So we'll be in that room wherever that is. And then personally, um, I would, I would go sit on the beach and just nobody would be there. And I would just sit on the beach and, um, just be alone. And I, that's where I actually do my Sunday brain drain, my, my Cali Sunday brain drain on the beach and nobody's there. Nobody can say, Hey, can you make dinner? Or, um, wh- where's my, you know, coffee? I don't know that. It's just great. You're not mom. You're not business partner. You're not anyone. You're just by yourself. Uh, so my personal one would be, I was alone. <laughs> I love how both of ours are overlooked. Don't tell anybody. Yes, don't tell our families. <laughs> um, no, mine would be I was home alone working on some like the music. I have, you know, faith music just bla- blaring and I am working on 
maybe organizing under the sink or organizing something small and just going project to project. I love doing that when I don't have anything else on the agenda. It's, it is freeing to me and I'm actually looking forward to it. My husband and my son are going, so not fair. they're going hunting this weekend. I was supposed to go and I got out of that um, <laughs> because my daughter had things. So I will have a little bit of time this weekend. I'm actually really looking forward to maybe tackling some of this. I was thinking about when you said the first hour, the first thing that came to mind was sleep. And I was like, yeah. oh no, I actually have to make it productive. <laughs> but so this, I think we would both definitely be alone. Well, I pray that you do gift yourself that bonus hour. And I want to be in that room. So please invite me to the room of the big visionary thinkers. I definitely want to be in that room. And I'm so with you. I'm like, can we all have our bonus hour separately by ourselves without anybody else around? So no, 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 all good. Well, thank you, Vanessa, Shayna. I encourage everyone to go take advantage of all that you offer for women. Thank you for leading the way in that way. And, you know, I usually say to make time, let's make time for what matters, but let's make time and money Ooh, for what matters. So let's go. I love that. Yes. We're here for that. Thank you let's so go. much for having us. Thank you guys. All right. We'll be back next episode. Like we said, make time and money for what matters. Thank you for joining me on the TikTok podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. Your feedback fuels our mission to help you master your time. Set your alarm for our next episode, and until then, make every moment count.